Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Hello, so I've actually got three tips today because they're all so closely related. I just had to put them in one episode. They're all recall based. So recall just means getting your dog to come when called, which is usually one of most people's goals with their dogs. I have so many recall tips, so I'm sure we'll have more recall episodes in the future. My training method is largely built around the creation of habits. So in the Dogmanship Training Academy, we talk a lot about habit loops, about how to stop habits we don't want and how to build new habits we do want with the goal that behaviors that we want start to happen on autopilot. Now, recall is no different. We want an instant, almost automatic response. Like our dogs haven't had to make a decision about coming back or not. They hear the command and they start coming straight away. In the Dogship Training Academy, I cover all of this and my three-step recall system. So if you're interested, head to dogmanshiptraining.com. All right, let's do it. Number one, Use your dog's name or pick a unique word. So avoid using the word come. And the reason being that everybody at the park or the oval or the beach or wherever you're planning on letting your dog off lead is using that word. So have something unique. Your Your goal should be that your dog hears the command and instantly acknowledges hearing it. And if everybody's yelling come, constantly just hearing come, come, come from everywhere at the park, it starts to water down the effectiveness. So Say, for example, my dog, Savvy, we want them to hear Savvy and it's like a switch. She knows who that's for. She knows what it means. So that's what I want you to be thinking about is either use your dog's name. And I usually recommend using your dog's name because it's the first thing that's going to come out of your mouth anyway. If your dog happens to be running towards a street or running in a direction you don't want them to run, the first thing that you're going to come out of your mouth is going to be their name. So I would definitely recommend to use that. Now, what second tip is you want to say it long and loud right? So when you're practicing recall, you usually practice like in your backyard or in a low distraction environment first when you're teaching it, right? Now, often that environment is quite quiet and your dog isn't very far away. So you could say savvy and they would hear you. But that sounds very different to savvy, which you would be calling across a field or a beach, or again, wherever you're going to let your dog off lead. So when you're practicing, call long and loud so it stays the same. Even if your dog is a couple of meters away, say it long and loud so it's going to sound the same. Because again, if we're trying to get that automatic response, they hear their name and it's a switch for them to turn around and head back to us, it has to be the same cue for them every single time. All right, and the third one. Praise them as soon as they look at you. This is one of my pet peeves. So often I see people practicing and they call their dog. Their dog then looks up and as if to ask me. So they kind of turn around like me. You're looking at me. You're talking to me. And then they, the owner just stands there like a statue. They're doing nothing. And so the dog sort of looks over and was like, was that command for me? And then they see the owner doing absolutely nothing. And they think, huh. Well, it can't be me. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing, right? And so we think that they've ignored us or we say, oh, they sort of look at us, but then they don't really do anything. It's like they don't understand. So how about instead, when they look at you, you say, good dog, in a really happy voice, 
right? When you do that, you can also change your body language. So start walking backwards a little bit to draw them in. You can pat your legs. You can get down low. Things that are going to encourage them and draw them into you, right? Because that very moment they look at you, if you go, good job for acknowledging that they turned around and went, huh, was that for me? straight away, you're going to improve your recall because you've then got their attention and you then told them, well done, that's the right thing to do. They then see you having a celebration and they go head over to you. Now, when they're learning, plus about 80% of the time, even after you have a reliable recall, I don't ask them to do anything else but celebrate when they get to me. So I, when they come over to me and they finally get all the way to me, I'm not constantly asking them to sit or wait or do anything. It is purely just celebrations. I'm rewarding, I'm patting, and then I'm letting them go again, right? Go and have a play again. Because who wouldn't want to come back for that? My owner calls me, soon as I look at them, they go, good job. And then they get all excited. I go over, we have a little party. It's great. And then I get to go and play again. That is going to build your reliability because your dog is going to want to do it. They're going to go, this is a great choice. If every single time you call your dog, you they you do nothing when they look at you, you just stand there and then they come over and you make them sit and then maybe put their lead on and take them home. They're not going to want to repeat that. Okay, so we want to make sure that we're making this something they're going to want to repeat. Okay, that's me done for today. As usual, you can find me at dogmanshiptraining.com or you can find me as Dogmanship Training on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Have a great day, guys. Happy training. Bye.